Hi, I'm Gail. Hi, I'm Ruby. We are two hot perimenopausal mindset coaches with a burning desire to help working women across the globe think differently about menopause. There is another way. It's mindset over menopause. Co-authors of the Working Women's Guide to Menopause, When the Heat is On, Don't Sweat It, we're delighted to bring you our bite-sized podcast show, Mind Over Menopause. On the show, we share stories from other women going through one of the three stages of menopause, peri, menopause, and postmenopause. Grab a cuppa and listen to their story. Hi, I'm Gail Gibson. Welcome to our podcast, Mind Over Menopause. The weekly show is filled with real life stories about women like Ruby and me who are navigating the menopause journey with a positive mindset. Today's guest is Emma Roberts. So hi, Emma, and welcome to the show. Hello, Gail, and thank you very much for having me and Happy New Year. And Happy New Year to you too. And it's lovely to know that you're up in Scotland, um, not far from where Ruby is. And um, we've got a little connection we were talking about just before the show. Um, Emma's living not far from Perth and I'm a Perth girl from Western Australia originally. So it's a lovely little connection we have. So Emma, tell us a little bit about yourself and what you do. Okay, so I'm 52. Um, I'm a married mum and my son has now flown the nest. Um, And after working in industry and also being a secondary school teacher, um, I'm now a coach for women in midlife. And then when the change started to hit me and all of these learnings and realisations, things evolved and now I've adapted my coaching to helping women to navigate perimenopause and menopause sort of through the fog and the overwhelm and and, and into clarity. Um, And as the coaching has evolved, I've got different programs. So it could be a pre-perimenopause for preparation. So I've had some younger women sort of coming Mm. forward. Mm. And I think because I was a teacher as well. So um, some of the the students that I taught were like, ah, right, great. We know where to come um, for this. Um, And yeah, I give talks to workspaces um, during the lockdown. Um, I started some coaching groups as well. And it's actually the hundreds of conversations with women in my professional work, mm-hmm. but also as a friend as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I've loved that. That that has been a gift of menopause. There's, there's been some not so good things as well, but one of the gifts actually is is all the connections with women and things Beautiful. like this that, that we're doing here as well today. Yeah. Indeed, indeed. So tell me, are you in peri or are you in menopause right now? So I think that I am in the latter stages of perimenopause and I'm really sort of hoping, I'm feeling the best that I've felt in a long time and that feels so good to say right now. Um, But I think that by about June that I will be in menopause. That's what I'm really hoping. Yes. (laughs) Surprise coming my way that kind of and also you notice that I I do notice the different phases that you Mm -hmm. go through. And of course, a lot of this is retrospective. 
And I'm sure that that word retrospective is used so much in the conversations that you have uh, in this space. Yeah, Yeah, there's there's no um, definite path. There's no definite timeline for any of us because every one of us are an individual. So let's find out about your perimenopause journey then. So how does it actually affect you um, in or has it affected you in your working life? Um, So, yeah, in my working life, now I realise, of course, looking back, that my perimenopause started in my early 40s. But, Mm -hmm. of course, I didn't recognise it as that. And I hadn't, like so many have said, I know before, I didn't even know the word perimenopause. Um, Because what was happening in my early 40s was I noticed that I started to have brain fog. Um, and it just my brain felt like treacle and I've always loved learning and actually I was training to be a coach and I remember just thinking this stuff just isn't going in like it used Mm -hmm. to do Um, and you know the the great thing is that it all did go in because it all comes back to me now but at the time it didn't feel like it and I just thought that was a bit strange Um, But I think the full force um, for me in my work life was probably around the age of 47, 48. I think now looking back, my adrenals were under real stress. And that's when I think it it actually almost felt like um, overnight I'd been dragged through a hedge and hit over the head with a hammer because I woke up the next day and I felt a different person. And for me, the biggest challenge in work was more about not knowing if I'd have energy on certain days. So then I had fear because I didn't know what projects to say yes to and what to say no to. Um, And with that, there was a loss of confidence. And I think the worst and scariest thing was a loss of self, really. Mm. Um, and things I've always been quite a courageous person quite a doer and there were things that I just I didn't want to go out anymore I used to love having adventures going out exploring Mm. and that was just such a strange thing and to start with I couldn't articulate it either Mm. and I thought well how's this affecting um, relationships around me and yeah I was lucky enough to work for myself um, and I was kind of I had anxiety and then that got worse because I thought god I'm going on loads of loo breaks what are people going to think and of course now that I talk to workspaces I talk about that and how that feels and how we can support colleagues and things um, through that so yeah and then the brain fog I've always been a presenter or an educator and of course a coach and I just kept thinking what if I forget stuff and I was forgetting stuff and I was forgetting words and things. Um, and then I loved it. I, I read your book and um, then coming to it with humour and from a different angle now. And now that this is becoming more open, yeah, there's still work to do. Um, but but that's been that's been brilliant. And just feeling OK that it's OK to forget something and to just have that moment. I think Although everything. The stage, I mean, sorry. Yeah. Yeah, no, the stage that I'm in now, though, I'm finding that's not happening as much, which is great, isn't it? And yeah, I think that you have everything you've said is so very relevant, and and women will be grabbing onto it, you know, because some of the the strength of description you used as well, like the that 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 blinding brain fog, it just comes and it takes away almost the person that you 
knew you were before. I think it's almost yeah. like somebody it's like somebody whisking in from off stage and just dragging the you out of you and putting this other person up there who's a bit floundering thinking um, what's actually going on now whether it's brain fog or whether it's the the tiredness or the the lack of confidence um, those kinds of things it's like how dare you take me away from me for a while but then it's about working out how to retrieve that and take back control so what did you actually do then to to be able to work through the challenge um, and to also find ways of of managing that brain fog and rebuilding your confidence again yeah so well in my early 40s the other thing that I now see was perimenopause was that I started having the gut issues as well Mm. and ironically I I did have one consultation with a nutritionist and then I got on top of my gut although the word hormones were never mentioned Mm. but I can see how it was useful but it would have also been great of course to know that that's why it was happening um but when I did realize that this was um perimenopause um I'm quite a proactive girl and I just did loads and loads of research and I read lots of books I listened to great podcasts like this listened to other contributors and it was during the lockdown really as well um that probably the worst effects were there um so I used that time I went on a nutritionist course and then that's when I started to think oh my goodness all these conversations that I've been having with women in the coaching I could actually see that some of these things were as a result of of our hormones and it still felt a little bit scary putting my head above the parapet and talking about menopause I remember thinking should I be talking about this? But I just knew, I just knew it had to be done. Um, So I made lots of lifestyle changes. I knew that uh, the way that I move needed to change. I'd always done some exercise, but I noticed, for example, that exercising of an evening wasn't very good because I wasn't sleeping very well either. And it just seemed to make my adrenals even worse. And I would say that I did have a rough time. I mean, when you look at... Um, typically 34 uh, symptoms perhaps Um, and you kind of look at are they mild moderate are they severe that's quite a good informative way to see where we are on the journey Mm -hmm. and what we need to do I did have quite a lot of them and sometimes I think I'm just on top of this now and then I'd go out for a walk to get out into nature which was doing me really good and then my eyes would be so sore um that I couldn't even see and of course drops in estrogen mm. I mean who knew how important the, eye, the dry eyes yes <laughs> the dry eyes yeah and I thought I can't even see the view and then some days that'd be a really rough day mm. um but definitely the the basic lifestyle and eating a good nutritious diet um and making those sort of adjustments made a huge difference and doing um had a really lovely place where I was doing yoga and the yoga teacher was so good at tuning in as well and we did lots more restorative poses and things like that Um, and then I did take some HRT for a while because I wasn't sleeping but what I did once I'd got my sleep back on track I just worked on everything else as well Um, and now I'm not on HRT I'm only taking some red clover which is really good for night sweats and hot flushes and actually I'm managing really really well 
Fantastic. And I love the fact that you have explored lots and lots of options. You haven't just gone down one train of thought, but that I guess that's your curiosity being a coach as well is is saying, you know, what what can I look at? What can I bring into my life that um, will allow me to manage different symptoms? Because there's such a range, as you said, there's you mentioned 37 on the list. And we talk about that yeah. in our book as well. There's so many and yeah. some women get all of them, unfortunately, and others only get yeah. maybe a few of them. But by being curious, but also stretching yourself beyond your comfort zone to say, yes, I have the right to talk about hormones. I'm going through this experience myself. And now you're educating and, and helping others with that. So it's a wonderful piece that you just shared um, that I know the listeners will take a great deal from. There's a lot of options you've shared with them that they can also explore. So my final question for you is what one piece of advice is something you tell all the women that you come across? What's that go-to that you always share with them about how they can go through menopause as a, a positive experience? Oh, yeah, definitely. Well, yeah, definitely exploring all of those options as well. Yeah, that's but the thing that I have really come to learn is to find something creative, a hobby or an interest that you love. And this for me ticks lots of boxes, because firstly, um, I learned that it was slowing down and resting and I was resisting this. Mm. And a good friend pointed out to me, she said, I don't think you're accepting this. And I think I did need to hear that because I was still fighting things. But if we find a hobby and some leisure time, it means that we've actually got to open up our diary and actually diarise this and find some space just mm -hmm. for us mm -hmm. and this word space comes up so much in coaching conversations that I have um, and I think it's sometimes physical space that is required and also mental space mm -hmm. I think then that in doing this hobby and maybe preferably it's perhaps away from um, digital, away from our phones. Although for some people, it might be a passionate hobby that involves that. But if we can do that, then we're just in that moment. We're really mindful and we're tuning, we're calming our body down. We're taking the stress away from our adrenals. We're really helping to support our hormones. And... We're just doing something for us. We're letting go. We're not doing anything for anybody else. We're not thinking about the mental load, all of those tasks. We can get lost in that moment. And also the joy comes back. Because if we're doing something that we really love, that joy. And perhaps we're going back to who we were and we've let that go over time because work has taken over or whatever else Um all the things that us women we do we do for others we're actually just doing something for ourselves. um and I've noticed from conversations that I've had with people that they've said do you know what when I was doing my creative task what, whatever that means to, to different people I didn't have any symptoms I had no hot flushes mm -hmm. and afterwards I just felt really good so I think that that's a really good starting place. Beautiful, and beautiful and a wonderful way to bring uh, your story to a close on today's show, you know, just giving yourself that time um, and, and getting into that full flow of you and, and being present with yourself. Um, so I think 
I think you you calmed down the whole conversation from the challenges all the way through to calming it and leaving the listeners with something to go, wow, I can make time now for something that I really, really love or discover what that is. So thank you so much, Emma. So could you share with us um, how people can get in touch with you to find out more about the work you do? Yeah, absolutely. So I'm on social media. I'm on Facebook, Instagram and LinkedIn at Emma Roberts Life Coach. Um, you can also email me at Emma Roberts Life Coach at gmail.com. And my website, Emma Roberts Life Coach.com is in development because of all these new things that have evolved Mm -hmm. and we've just got the copy ready and the photos and it's due to be launched end of January fantastic Um, and great for the new year as well yeah really good for the new year as well fantastic and it's been great I've been collaborating with some other women on that which has just been brilliant as well yeah so Good. Emma, thank you so much for sharing your story today on Mind Over Menopause. Thank you very much, Gail. We hope you enjoyed listening to today's show and the story our guests shared. Every woman's experience of menopause is different. Our aim is for you to feel inspired, know that you're not on your own and choose to take back control. If you'd like to be a guest on our show or find out more about us, and the work we do, you'll find all the details in the show notes. As a gift, you can also download a free extract from our book. Ruby and I look forward to sharing your story soon.